Chapter 19 of Arona, Captured For the next few days, we stayed in the court of the king as instructed by the princess. We met many delegates from far-off kingdoms, some who looked like us, and others who looked more like creatures than humans. Being from Earth definitely had its benefits. Because there were so many beings on Arona who originally came from Earth, there was a fevered interest in this. We were the talk of all Nudonia, and very welcome guest. It had been the same at Russo's court. Hundreds of years had passed since the last news came from our planet. People couldn't believe the changes. Jack was particularly interested in the two Indus delegates. They told us their people had originated from Earth, and they were eager to learn more of their home, which Jack determined was present-day India. Their ancestors were the first known humans to come to Arona, over 3,000 years ago. They invited us to their capital on Arona, Nova Harappa, which they said was the most glorious city on the planet. They had light brown skin and wore their dark hair in tightly woven braids. They were draped in colorful clothing with immaculate style and detail. They told us that King Richard was now meeting with their queen on very urgent business and that he would return shortly. Sure enough, the following morning, the city gathered around the main square to welcome the king as he and a small army of men, all wearing bright white uniforms with red crosses on them, came riding through the north gate. Trumpets were blown and banners and confetti were thrown while his people cheered his safe return. It was obvious that King Richard was thoroughly loved by his subjects. We were anxious to speak with him, but were told that he would be busy in a meeting and that he would send for us as soon as he was free. Later that day, while we were out exploring the king's hunting grounds just beyond the lake, some men came riding out on horses. The king will see you now. Please follow us. Finally, said Cubby. Jack and Cubby were becoming very impatient, eager for answers about how we might return to Earth. Weeks had now turned to months on Arona. We were taken to the same ground hall where we first met Princess Chelsiah, then straight up to the front of the line. I was surprised to see that King Richard was such a young king, no more than 50 or 60. However, I knew he had to be hundreds of years old because I had read his history in Russo's library weeks before. He was tall and handsome with short graying hair and sun-kissed skin. He wore black tight-fitting pants and tall leather boots with a simple linen shirt and a dark red decorative overcoat that hung to his knees. Welcome, friends! Welcome to Nudonia, in our beautiful capital of New London. Welcome to Arona, he said cheerfully. He rose from his throne. What a journey you have had. Come, walk with me. We walked onto a large balcony that overlooked over the bustling city. I'm excited you are here, he said. It's been too long since we had a visitor from our world. I think more than 400 years now. Henry Hudson and his son became good friends of mine before they left. I tried my best to convince them to stay, but they had a vengeance on their mind that couldn't be quelled. You see, they wanted to return to Earth and hang the mutineers who threw them off their ship and cast them out to sea. So we've heard, King Richard, said Drew. That's actually why we're here. We're hoping you could help us. Oh, how may I be of service? asked the king. First of all, thank you for being so kind, said Jack. Your hospitality has been amazing, but we need to get back to Earth right away. Can you tell us more of Henry's return home? How did he do it? Such a stubborn and ambitious man, 
Ah, I miss Henry, he said, looking out over the city, deep in thought. I tried and tried to convince him to stay here. There is so much to explore on Arona. This world is far bigger than Earth. It's a very complicated matter returning home. Rumors flutter around Arona of beings returning to their home worlds. But to be honest, I'm not sure if it's ever been done. Do you know of the Arona? Drew nodded. We visited Russo and learned a little about it there. It extends your life, right? Many things are possible through the power of their own. Extended life is just the most common. For example, I knew you would come to me. I had dreamt it several times. I knew you would ask me to help you find your way home. But I also dreamt we would be friends for some time, which doesn't seem to make sense if you're leaving. I also know one of you is madly in love with my granddaughter, he said chuckling as he looked at us one by one. I know all these things through the power of their own. Well, except the last one. Everyone in Newdonian already knows that, he said laughing boisterously. My face suddenly felt like it was on fire. So, which one of you has fallen for my granddaughter? He asked. He looked at me with amusement. Judging by the look on your face, I suppose my first guess would be you. It is I, your majesty, I confirmed, stepping forward. He took me by the arm firmly and looked into my eyes as he pulled me towards him. Young man, forget her. She's promised to the new king of Eastbourne, a partnership that will keep peace in my kingdom for hundreds of years to come. He stared at me with a serious look before again turning away to the others and smiling. Now listen carefully. I'll tell you what I told Henry many years before. The full power of the Arone is unknown and mysterious. Even the thoughts and visions I had before you all came are hard to interpret. I've heard stories of beings who have mastered their connection with their own and done unimaginable wonders. Stories. Things I've never seen with my own two eyes. He leaned against the short wall and looked over the city. There is an ancient place called Noser on the far northern tip of Arona where a group of beings, similar to monks or priests as we would call them, dedicate their lives to the mastery and study of our own. They live in the most inhospitable land, high up in the mountaintops, hidden and nearly impossible to reach. They want nothing to do with the people and kingdoms of Arona, and outsiders are strictly forbidden. Anyone who enters there disappears forever. They live a life of total solitude. These are the people who have supposedly mastered their own. Rumors of their power and ability to leave this world have been reported to me throughout the years. This is where I sent Henry. I told Russo that years ago. I'm a little confused. Why would Russo send you all the way down to me when he could have sent you directly to Nocer? Ah well, he must have forgotten. Anyway... Whether Henry died, was killed, or returned to Earth, I know not. But I'd bet my seven best ships he never made it, and he never returned to me. I know it's hard and terribly sad, but you need to accept your fate. Arona is your home now. Whether you like it or not, you're here forever. No offense, sir, but I'll never give up, said Cubby, his voice full of passion and his eyes tearing up. I'll do whatever it takes to return to my family, and I'm pretty sure my brothers feel the same way. 
If you could please help us reach this Nocera, we will be forever in your debt. Cubby is right, said Jack, stepping forward. How can we get to these monks? Fine, as you wish, but I'll tell you again, you're chasing a myth, and I'm afraid you go to your death. The long road to Nocera is not an easy one, filled with all sorts of danger. Most of the northern kingdoms are more barbaric than ours. Except for yours, of course, he said, looking over to Trendon and Leafen. I know a man who can get you there, but after that, you're on your own. Thank you, good king. I hope for our sake you're wrong, said Jack. I'll provide you with the horses and supplies for the journey. I have caravans heading north all the time. I only ask that you stay a few days longer with me. I'm dying to learn more of my old home. When Henry was here, he told me the discovery of a new world to the west. I can only guess you're from there based on your strange accents. I can't wait to hear what news you bring. Besides, it will take that long for my men to prepare for your journey. You're too kind. Of course we'll stay. But I think you'll be shocked on how much change has taken place in the last few hundred years since Henry was there, I said. As we spoke... I thought of Henry. If such a man had returned to Earth, why would he not have told of his journey to Arona? What sensational news that would have made. News that would surely have been known throughout the world and recorded in the history books. But I didn't voice any of my thoughts to my brothers. I didn't want to put a damper on their renewed hope. Besides, maybe he died once he returned. Maybe he had landed in the ocean or fell to his death. Also, I thought, who would have believed him? Even if his son was with him, who would believe the story of a far-off world with incredible creatures? Maybe they did make it back, but were thrown into a home for the mentally ill and never heard from again. Two days passed, and we spent most of the time with the king talking of home. He was dumbstruck with the progress our civilization had made. The technology especially baffled him. It was hard for him to even understand. He was deeply troubled when we told him of the rise of democracy and the fall of monarchies throughout the world, including his old home. He couldn't comprehend a world being ruled by the masses and seemed to have little faith in the common man. He told us that he never imagined that a peek into the future would be so unlike the past. Finally, the king told us that our supplies and horses were almost ready. Our departure to Nocera was set for tomorrow at midday though he again tried his best to convince us to stay. He really seemed to enjoy our company. I was troubled, torn, and confused. I didn't know what to do. My heart ached knowing I had to leave and help my brothers return home. I felt it was my duty, but all I could think about was Chelsea. She occupied my every thought. I'd hoped she would come back before we left, but there had been no word from her. I was sick over it. I wrote her a letter confessing my love, explaining my dreams, and vowing that I would return to her. I made the decision in my mind that no matter what, I would come back to New London. I had to win her over, regardless if it meant never returning to Earth. We were doing some final checking of the horses and saying our goodbyes to the king, when in the distance, a man on a horse appeared. He was slouched over, lying on the mane as he rode. Once he was closer, I could tell that both he and the horse were wounded. He had several arrows in his back and several were in his horse. He yelled out to the king as he approached. Your majesty, we were ambushed, he cried as he fell off his horse. The princess and the prince have been captured. 
The king and several of his men ran over to him, kneeling to the ground and bracing him up. Where are they? Who did this? demanded the king, unable to hide the tremor in his voice. It was a trap, your majesty, a trap! To ronks, others too, maybe mercenaries! They slaughtered us and then headed northeast, said, coughing up blood as he spoke. They thought I was dead! General Didier, go! yelled the king to a nearby silver-haired man. The general began barking orders, assembling a contingent of white knights. In just seconds, they were riding off in search of the royal twins. I'm going with them, I said, turning to my brothers. Don't be an idiot, Troy, yelled Cubby. I'm going! Leafen can guide me back to you all when we get the princess. I'll be fine. I'll catch up, I yelled, mounting my horse. I'm going too then, I heard Drew say, and then saw him mount up beside me. That's it for chapter 19 of Arona. A very special thank you to Amy for becoming my patron. You help make these episodes possible. If you're enjoying my work, I hope you'll take a second and make a small pledge at patreon.com forward slash Adam James. For as little as $1, you can access my written chapters and follow along. You'll also make it possible for me to release these episodes more often. Either way, thanks for listening and cheers to FJ from Austria for that new 5-star review. I'm glad you liked the story. I'll catch up with you all next time as we race and try to rescue the royal twins. Bye for now.